Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Troy Life Show episode 153 today. It is Monday. I was going to say Friday. It is Monday, October 2nd. I'm your host, Kellen, with me, Tim. Tim's here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. So it's that threw me off because it, it is a Monday. We're doing a Monday show. We weren't able to do a show on Friday, but we wanted to do it today as like sort of a special Google event preview. Uh, which we would have done on Friday. We just weren't able to. But anyways, we're doing this now because it's just, you know, this is like one of those big events of the year whenever Google hosts this hardware event, which they've done now for a handful of years. Um, this is obviously a really, really big one uh, once again. So I want to talk a little bit about it. It goes down on Wednesday, October 4th at 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, I'll be there on hand for those festivities. We'll have tons of coverage that day. So you'll definitely want to check out the site. Um, all day long on the 4th. And then we'll try to maybe put together a sort of after, not after party, but kind of an after show um, later in the week to really talk about all the stuff that's official. Um, so anyways, on this show, yeah, we'll run through uh, what you can maybe expect at the event. Um, there's also some new rumors, some new pictures, um, that sort of stuff going on. We actually have some other news too, though, like the V30. We know when it's a launching in the uh, US. Uh, there's a Nexus Pixel October security patch out Google Assistant on Android TV. Amazon announced like 15 things last week, all of which kind of look cool, even if you're not into the Amazon ecosystem of Echo devices and that. So, so anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on, but uh, we just wanted to give you guys sort of a quick recap of the Pixel event preview stuff to catch you up before before we get there. So yeah, thanks for joining us on this uh, on this special Monday episode. That's a lot of stuff. So much stuff. There's a lot going on. This is a fun time of the year. It's because we're hitting that. Uh, well, we're now at Q4. So when you hit Q4, right, you got the holidays coming up. And Google always kind of wants to be the last, it seems like, to announce a bunch of stuff. I don't know if that timing is good or bad, but uh, that's just the way they do it. So, all right. So the the Google, uh, what are we calling this? The Pixel event? I mean, there's not just Pixel stuff there. There's going to be other stuff. But uh, Google's big fall hardware event extravaganza. Hey. Yeah. So again, October 4th, that is Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it is live streamed, so I'll, I'll be there on hand, but we'll have it live streamed um, up on the site, Google's channel, all that stuff. You can Everyone can watch and uh, participate in this. So uh, as you guys know, we'll get Pixel 2 and Pixel 2 XL. Those are the, uh, the phones that Google will unveil. The Pixel 2 is the HTC-made smaller version. Uh, the Pixel 2 XL is the LG-made slightly bigger version. Uh, those won't be branded HTC or LG. These are Google's Pixel phones. They just hired those two companies to produce them since they have the facilities and all of that stuff. Um, so that, that's who's making them. Um, as we revealed a while ago, I guess I guess last week, maybe two weeks ago, uh, pictures of them. We know the colors. We know the pricing. Uh, Pixel 2 coming in at 649 and 749 And that's for 64 gigs of storage, 128 gigs storage. Pixel 2 XL in it. 849 and 949 for those same storage amounts uh you know specs i don't know that we have like confirmed official specs but we think six inch quad hd amoled display on the on the pixel 2 xl four gig ram Snapdragon dragon 835 12 megapixel rear camera already talked about the storage um and then the Pixel 2 is smaller, 5-inch 1080p display with those same specs. Of course, the regular Pixel 2 is not the all-display front, but the Pixel 2 XL is. Um, so there are some differences there. And then, of course, there's just differences because they're made by different people. Even though Google, I think, tried to keep the uh, 
the uh, the looks of them pretty similar. Uh, in terms of new stuff, though, today, uh, Ev Leaks has kind of had one of those days where he's dropped a bunch of stuff. So he he showed us the first front pictures um, of the Pixel 2 XL, and uh, it definitely has front-facing dual, looks like stereo speakers, which is which is awesome. I mean, I think the last time, well, it's neither Nexus phone or Pixel phone last year had it, but the Nexus 6P was the last of Google's to do it, except that thing. I had one sitting here a second ago. Uh, that was kind of, that was a large device, right? Like 5.7 inch, but it had the dual stereo speakers. They had big old bezels. Like that was before we got the all display stuff going on. This, they kind of tucked the uh, the speakers to the top and bottom as far as they could. Still that mostly all display front. I mean, there is some bezel. They had to pack all that stuff in. Um, and it looks like black front on both the black and white version and the all black. So for those of you wondering about that Panda version, what the front might look like, looks like it's going to be black, which is, which is Thank good. God. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we got these new pictures. Uh, they also show a little bit of change to the UI of what we're, I'm assuming is just the pixel launcher. Looks like they're going to move the, ooh, almost dropped a phone. Looks like they're going to move the search bar from the top. Well, it used to be, I guess on the pixel launcher was that little search pill. So that's moving down right above the, I guess the navigation buttons. And then above that is the five apps you would typically keep in your dock. And then you swipe up, right, to get to your other apps. Kind of interesting. I don't really like the look, but uh, it's different. Maybe it'll grow on us. I'm just wondering, as you swipe that up, does the search bar stay there? Or is it coming up to the top of where the apps are? Yeah, that way you can search through your apps and all that. Like right? that it must be. Yeah. So that's how that's going to work. And then in place of the uh, the little pill Google button and then what used to be the weather, it now just kind of looks like a mini, kind of a mini Google Now feed in a way. It's like the the screenshots we're seeing show uh, dinner with Layla in 30 minutes, meeting or whatever dinner is for me, 30 to 10. And then it says the weather. So that could be an always changing sort of um, widget up top there that could tell you whatever your next event is and things like that. But Overall, what do you think of the uh, look? This is the first time we've seen the front of the Pixel 2 XL. Yeah, I have to say, like, I, it's not exactly what I was expecting from the front. I mean, we've been hearing about edge to edge or, you know, near bezel-less display and all that. And, you know, now that we have the V20, I thought it was going to be a, be a bit more V20-ish. Except I, I do realize, you know, now with the report saying that there was going to be dual front-facing speakers, we have to have room for those to be there and i get why they're there right i mean google doesn't want to completely piss off all those 3.5 millimeter headphone jack fanatics so it's totally fine uh this is actually growing on me at first i wasn't really a fan i was like oh what the heck you know i just i didn't think it looked very good i thought it was kind of weird that we have the rounded display with big bezels i just thought it looked kind of funky <laughs> yeah but it's growing on me and that panda uh it looks pretty good to me. Uh, I'm actually really excited for it now. Like as we're just talking about it, uh-huh. I'm I keep liking it more and more. So yeah. So when the when the first picture came out um, from Evan, it was like I think you and I both kind of went. It's kind of a lot of bezel. It doesn't <laughs> look as like I I was initially pretty excited. You were kind of like eh, and then I saw the second picture, and then I was with you. I was kind of like eh. Uh, now that I've seen both versions, including the uh, the white and black or black and white version, it's starting to grow on me a little bit more. And like I'm, I'm holding the V30, which still 
we still this is still the preview unit. I know the phone comes out in a couple of days, but uh, it. So I'm looking at it like I'm trying to like match it up to see like how much different it is. So the top and bottom bezels do look slightly thicker on the on the pixel and it's obviously because those speakers are there so i think it's going to be slightly taller than than this phone and this phone is like a really really nice size like the v30 in hand just stop it whatever you're doing there you go uh the v30 is just fits really really nicely in hand and and over the at the end of the week, I did kind of a picture comparison of this to a bunch of other phones to kind of show people like, this is what you should expect from the Pixel 2 XL. Now you have to change that a little bit. Like, I think it's going to be this Pixel 2 XL is going to be a little bit taller and it's because of those. I don't think it's going to be unmanageable by any means. I think it's still probably going to be a hell of a lot smaller than say like the Nexus 6P or even the uh, the uh, Pixel XL. So here it is next to the Pixel XL. So it has a six inch display, right? And it's... Uh, and it's still a little bit smaller than that. So I guess maybe it'll be about the same size then because of those speakers than this. So, uh, Yeah, I think overall I really like the look. I think it's a unique, that black and white sort of color blocked or whatever it is look. It's kind of cool. And then the front, you have mostly display. We do get stereo speakers back, which like you said, it's kind of seems like, a, well, here, we'll give you these if we can take away your headphone jack kind of thing. Mm. Uh, I like it. I, I think it's, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. I don't think it's like the prettiest front of a phone I've ever seen, but there's not a ton to hate on there. I'd just be nitpicking, right? It looks fine. I'm sure it's cool. You know, like we're just getting a little spoiled now because he's sensual with like no bezel. And I don't know. It it, it reminds me a lot of a Galaxy S8. That's what it sort of looks like to me. Um, If the sides had a bit more of like that infinity display, but really it looks like an S8 with a little bit elongated like forehead and bottom chin, but which is like, that's a good looking phone. And I love the back. I love the orange power button. Yeah. uh, Panda version. I'm really liking it, but of course we'll have to save a lot of my, opinions for once we actually see it this week yeah yeah uh, but i think like when you compare it to the other one the regular pixel 2 oh god it looks pre- it looks pretty good so so evan also posted up uh, pictures of the front well a new picture i should say or a press render of the front of the the regular pixel 2 the smaller one and i mean it's just starting to look dated at this point like those top and bottom bezels which also house uh stereo speakers it, they look thick. I mean, they just look, especially when you compare it to the Pixel 2 XL, you just go, my lord, those things are huge. Uh, and I'm even looking at it like, yeah, I guess they're about the same size as last year's. Look at how greasy that thing looks. Same <laughs> size as last year's. Um, so, like, there's this is last year's regular smaller Pixel. So, th- like, those are the bezel, there's top and bottom. It, it looks like that. Except they did pack an extra speaker. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't know if anyone should be tempted to get the Pixel, like the Pixel Two. Yeah, uh, I don't know why you would be interested. Uh, maybe like price or something. Even though the Pixel Two XL is only going to be like what another hundred bucks or two hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean over the yeah the sixty four gig versions, it is a two hundred dollar difference. So they are a little bit further apart, right? But uh. It seems like one of those things you splurge for. I like size-wise, I don't think they're going to be that much different. So here is to get back on that comparison thing. Um here is the V30 next to the regular Pixel. So it's not like that. It's not even that much bigger, right? So 
And we're talking, you know, I mean, the front is nearly all display. So if you are thinking about picking up one of these phones, get the Pixel 2 XL. But don't get it too quickly because Google's definitely going to run out of stock like they do every year. And I need to make sure I get myself one. So wait for me to order. Then you can go ahead and try and order one yourself. So uh, Evleeks, in a post to VentureBeat, wrote that he believes the regular Pixel 2 will be available. Well, I'd, I'd imagine pre-orders will probably open up on Wednesday. But he said that it'll come out on October 19th and that the Pixel 2 XL not for another month. What? Until mid-November is what he said today. I don't believe it. <laughs> so, so it might only be the Pixel 2 for pre-order come Wednesday and the 2XL. I mean, maybe they won't open pre-orders for a couple more weeks. So that's like... Ate my life. Yeah. So he's saying it'll be pretty soon on the regular one. Uh, another month and a half for the uh, the big guy, which is what we want. So that's kind of disappointing news, right? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, was, it, was that in the actual story that was posed that he posted alongside? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. That's really unfortunate. And that's a bad that's a bad thing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, doesn't I take a little bit out of it? Yeah, it just makes it a little slightly disappointing. I was thinking I was gonna have everything now. No, I thought I was gonna have a new Pixel 2 like in my hand here in like a couple of weeks. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't sound that way if, if uh if he's right. I want the small one. Oh man, that's a real bummer. All right, yeah. well it's kind of a bummer, so uh, so yeah, those are the two phones. Um, we'll obviously get our hands all over them, hopefully on uh, on Wednesday. And uh, other than the uh, disappointment of that timing now, <laughs> should be good times there to uh, play with the brand new phones. These are often the phones that we most look forward to each year. Well, hopefully Essential will launch the white version of their phone. Give me something <laughs> to play with before Pixel 2 XL. <laughs> I don't think the white back of the essential phone is going to fix its terrible camera and terrible software experience. Software is getting better. <laughs> thanks to updates. <laughs> I mean, I, I used it a lot over the weekend and the, uh, the software is still pretty shitty. It's still just really slow. It slows down. You have to clear all apps and stuff like that. Like we did back in the day, you essentially need a task killer for the essential phone. Damn. I'm going to install advanced task killer. Is that what it was called? Advanced task killer. Was that the big one? Advanced yeah. task manager. I can't remember. It's killer or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Deborah's asking for the prices. Was it 649 starting for the pixel two and then 749 or was it 849 starting? Yeah. So, so pixel two 64 gig is 649 and then pixel two 128 gig is 749. It's a hundred dollar, hundred dollar difference there. Um, and then the, the big guy, Pixel 2 XL, 64 gig is, six, I'm sorry, 849. And then Pixel 2 XL with 128 gig is 949. Whoops. So there's a $200 difference between the uh, between both models. That's um, good. From, that, one, from Pixel 2 to Pixel 2 XL, yeah. I get why people are pissed about this. Um, that sucks. That's really expensive. However, expensive, yeah. I will say, if you are a current owner of a Pixel or a Pixel XL, get your trade in for your device right now like google's actually pretty generous i think with their trade-in values i think I, i've got a 32 gig blue pixel xl they're gonna be like 400 some odd bucks yeah like they that, are. that's the way to do it you guys get get your trade-ins in or yeah get your ducats up because you're probably gonna want these phones but you're not gonna want to pay almost a grand yeah so 
Google is doing, they opened up their trading program um, on the Google store. It's already open. And if you have a pixel, so if you have a Nexus phone, they'll, uh, you can, you've already been able to check the prices on those. They're not after offering a ton. I don't believe. Um, but if you have a pixel and you want to trade that in for a new pixel, yeah, they're often crazy amounts. I think, uh, a 32 gig small pixel, they'll give you 350 bucks. As long as it turns on and it's not cracked, like they will give you 350 for that. And then, yeah, if you have a pixel XL 32 gig, they'll give you 400 bucks. Like that's a, that's a pretty good deal. What's, I- what's really sad about that though, is a 32 gig, they'll give you 400 and the 128 gig, they'll give you 410. <laughs> give you an extra 10 bucks. If you paid all that extra money for all that extra storage. They're ripping you off. They, uh, yes, they kind of are. Still, uh, that's a like if you're you know if you're a Pixel fanboy, it's definitely the route to take. Like no doubt, yeah. like it, that's more. No one else is going to give you that much money for a Pixel. Yeah, like I'm not going to be able to sell for that like on Swappa or anything like that. So I, I would kind of doubt it. Um, we just saw was it uh Woot.com last week was doing a like flash sale on refurbished Pixels and they were only charging like three fifty for them. So it's like refurbed that they're reselling. They wanted three fifty. Google's going to give you that for your used one just to take it off your hand. So uh, not a bad deal. Uh, I was just looking at the uh, the trade in thing again. So if you where is that the Nexus six P? If that's what you're trading in, Google will give you one hundred fifty bucks for it. Okay, kind of painful, but if you have a Galaxy S seven, same thing, one hundred fifty bucks. Ah, what about an S eight? Will they even take it? I forgot to look up the S8. Let me look. All right. I can find out pretty quickly since this thing is live. Well, I used to like you used to have to like tweak the damn site to get it to show. Let's see, Samsung. Really, like terms sixty-four. Yes, yes. Uh, Two fifty-eight is all they will give you for a Galaxy S8. That's hurtful. And the S8 Plus two ninety. So if you have a Pixel, a year old phone, they will give you four hundred bucks. Well, Pixel XL. 400 bucks a brand new s8 plus that's only been out for how many months they'll give you 290 is all so uh they love pixel apparently it's like a special pixel bonus program so anyway yeah that's a pretty good deal like if you if you want the new pixels and you own a pixel i would say do it you're never going to get that much money for it ever again if they'll give you 400 bucks for a pixel xl just do it do it yeah um all right so that's pixel news for the most part. The rest of the events, like we talked about on the last show we did, um, we're expecting the pixel book, which would be the new high end Chromebook. It's essentially replacing the Chromebook pixel line that Google used to do. It's going to be expensive, um, but it'll fold into, it's a convertible to fold into a tablet. If you want, you'll be able to buy a special pixel book pen for an extra hundred bucks, but yeah, it's going to be expensive. 1200 for the 128 gig, 1400 for the 256 gig, and 1750 for the 512 gig. So we're talking about some serious cash. Um, and we, we talked on the last show about how like this is still a Chromebook. I think people are going to struggle to uh, to want to fork out that kind of cash. At the same time, I argued that my wife and I have both the original and then the second Pixel Chromebook Pixels. We both still use them. They're still awesome. They're still as fast as ever. They still work fine. But in the end, 
these aren't like full computing. Like you, you can't install a whole bunch of different apps. Like you can't install Microsoft office unless there's like some web version I don't know about, but like there are limitations to the apps. You can't install Photoshop. Like there's a crappy Android app version of Photoshop you can install, I think, but it's just not the same, right. As what you can do on a full blown computer. Yeah, Google talks about the future of the web, you know, being sort of app based or apps based on the web. I have to like kind of like say slowly roll. Like I think web based apps are crap, like as they are right now. There's a lot of them that are totally crap. And so the idea of spending that much on a lap or a laptop based on Chrome OS at this point with Android apps still being like in beta basically, uh it's just not worth it to me, man. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So I would love to be able to ditch my MacBook Pro when I travel and sure. use a Chromebook. I would, I would use a Chromebook Pixel. I would totally spend twelve hundred or fourteen hundred bucks on this new Chromebook Pixel if I could leave my MacBook Pro at home. But I don't think I can because, and and I know not everyone's like you and I, but, but I do a whole ton of work in with photos in Lightroom. I also do a whole ton of video editing in Final Cut Pro. Like, I just can't do that stuff on that. Like, there are apps that will allow me to do some of it, but they're not built for efficiency yet on Chrome OS. Like, there's some stuff missing there. And I can still do most of the stuff I want. I mean, I do almost all my work all day in Chrome, right? You laugh at me because I have 200 tabs open at all times. Uh And, uh the Chromebook pixel I use when I fire up all those tabs, it runs it flawlessly, right? The battery life's pretty good. It has a fancy touchscreen. It has all that stuff, but there are some apps that I just need that aren't on Chrome OS and I don't see them getting there anytime soon. So unless Google can figure out some ways to get creative types or people like you and I that do that sort of creative work, um, it's going to be tough for a lot of people to like really jump on board with that stuff. Um, so yeah, I think this device will be awesome. I, but I still think it's going to be tough for people to try to justify that price, knowing um, that there are still there are just still some limitations there. Yeah, uh, oddly, Tim bought Willison in the chat says, you know, this guy knows nothing about web apps. You know, I hope that's true because the web apps that I have experienced personally, I think they're kind of like gimmicky, like they just don't really accomplish as much as I would hope so. You know, I mean, especially if we're talking uh, a Chrome OS laptop that's going to cost that much. And it's going to cost the same amount that I got my new MacBook Pro with. And I can't do half the stuff that I can do on this Pixelbook that I can on my MacBook Pro. I mean, really, that... You're tr- it's like weighing apples and oranges, in my opinion. I mean, one can actually perform tasks while the other can't (laughs) i just don't see why anyone would spend money on something that doesn't necessarily do not even half of what the other one can and i'm not even talking like you know this is not a mac versus pc versus chrome os thing like you could get a a pc laptop like a great one for maybe even cheaper than that so i just don't see it yet i don't think it's there yet maybe one day down in the future it will be or maybe google is going to like revolutionize web-based apps and, uh, you know, Android apps are all going to be compatible on Chrome OS starting next week or whatever. We don't know. But the point is, as it stands right now, I personally don't see it. I just think there's still tons of work to be done. Um, 
if if a lot of the because they're obviously trying to tap into Google Play to get access all of those apps, which makes a lot of sense. Like that's already done. Those apps are already available. Totally. You can tap into those and make them available on Chrome OS, which they're doing. And it's still, I believe, still technically beta, that whole situation. Um, and, and some of it works okay. Uh, but again, some powerful tools. And, and again, <laughs> you and I could be completely in the minority here. There's just some stuff that you and I can't do. And I wish we could. Um, like my wife, she uses Chrome OS and it, that's all she needs. She doesn't need like, you know, she can access Google photos and do some photo editing through there. Uh, most of the stuff she does is either, you know, Facebook on other websites, whatever, right? Like she uses it like a normal person that doesn't need like powerful tools. Um, and that's probably most people. So maybe it's just unfair that we're like, no one's going to pay that, but you can also go buy the Samsung Chromebook plus or whatever the hell it's called, which is pretty highly specced and it's 500 bucks and it's a convertible and uses a pen and all that stuff too. So I just trying to figure out why would you fork out and look, that gets all the updates when Google stuff does, right? Like Chromebook, Chrome OS, like they update in the background, they just get automatic updates. So I'm just trying to figure out like, what's the, how is Google differentiating the pixel book from like all those other affordable and some of which are pretty nice Chromebooks. And I don't know that they necessarily are other than like we designed it and look how cool it looks. Well, see, that's my thing. Like I have nothing, I guess, let me clarify my stance here. I have nothing, no problem with Chromebooks or Chrome OS as a thing, right? My problem is the price tag that they put on some of these machines, right? If, if all you need, like if you're not a creative type, Ooh, I wouldn't even label myself as a creative type. Like I'm just saying like, if you can get the same thing, uh, or if you can get whatever you need, your web browsing and a few Android apps like that for like 200 bucks, cause there's some really cheap Chromebooks out there. They sell them on the Google store. You can find them. Uh, there's like a billion of them. Then just do that. I, if you're really going to spend that much, why not get a full blown PC? And then I will just say like, this is not you or my, uh, like forte. Like we don't really talk about Chrome OS or, you know, other Chromebooks all that much because it's just sort of not our thing, but I get why people would enjoy it. And, you know, I don't even know. I'm triggered. <laughs> Well, like you just said, you and I don't review computers. So like, don't, you don't even have to listen to us talk about this. We're just trying to say like, in our view, we couldn't switch full time over to Chrome OS. And I wish that I could. The tools for what I do, you and I do, aren't there. Um, somebody mentioned in the chat, most people probably totally could. And I actually, a lot of people, I kind of point them like, if you just need like a sweet little laptop at home, just buy a Chromebook. You can get a nice one for like two, three, even 400 bucks would be like a high end one. And it'll be perfect for you at home. Um, and I was kind of telling like, unless you need like some other powerful apps, which most people don't need, they mostly just need the internet. Right. So I, I actually do recommend Chromebooks to people. You and I just can't, unfortunately. Right. I remember like when, when the Android app situation was getting good and it, rolled out on the developer channel. We are like, dude, we might actually try and like use nothing but Chrome OS for a week. That didn't last very long because we realized that we can't like import photos and like, you know, work with our site very well in Chrome OS. Like, so, you know, that lost traction, (laughs) but we did try, you know, we want to like Chrome OS. So. And I actually do for the most part. I, I just can't, can't. Not, not at this point. Maybe that'll change. Maybe that'll change. Maybe they'll announce some crazy new stuff and we'll go, oh yeah, 1400 bucks is a deal. 
You can just leave a Chromebook on your coffee table, have like your little web browser, the convertible things, doubles as like even a tablet. Like they're cool little machines. It's cool yeah. hardware. It's not for $1,500. Right. And, and, and you have to also remember, well, I did buy the second one, but the first one, like we got for free, like I got it at IO a long time ago. The second one I did buy, I think, but they are the computers my wife and I use when I'm not sitting at my desktop. I totally use a Pixel. Uh, anyways, so we expect that to come. I don't know when that will uh, that will go on sale. The uh, Pixelbook and its Pixelbook Pen, which will be an extra hundred bucks on top of that. By the way, uh, I don't think we've seen them pass through the FCC. So uh, just say that the P- Pixelbook Pen really pisses me off. Like again, we're talking about <laughs> this fifteen hundred dollar machine that you have to get this accessory for. Yeah. Just get that Samsung Chromebook Pro or and the Plus. <laughs> Both the come plus. Up, and I think they're like five hundred bucks. The plus awesome. is like four fifty. I think I just looked. Like it's a that's a hell of a deal, and it comes with a pen. Got good specs. Like, dude, just get that Samsung when you're spending a third of the money. It's ridiculous. Google, what are you doing? Like, I've seen people talking in the chat. Like, oh, Google's trying to be like Apple. Yeah, they're being stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just think money grows on trees for like the average American consumer. The Chromebook but- Plus is four fifty on Best Buy right now, and it comes with a pen. And the pro is 500. Well, it's on sale at Best Buy. That's crazy. At least Google's not coming out with these like $250 wireless charging docks, you know, like Apple's doing. Just like, wait, they just signed a new program, apparently. God. They're coming. Lord help us. <laughs> well, I'll be there to call them out. Like, okay. I, I, I have no problem talking smack to Google. <laughs> All right, so outside of the Pixelbook, which Tim won't be buying, uh, Google Home Mini, we, we talked about this a, f- a couple weeks ago as well. Uh, Google Home Mini, just going to be a smaller Google Home. It's not going to be the big guy, not going to be customizable bases and stuff. It's going to be a little guy, like an Amazon Echo Dot. Put in all your rooms. It costs 50 bucks a piece. Um, and then we also think we're going to get a new Daydream View headset, which, I, I mean, I don't really care. The other Daydream View is fine. Unless this one has like a really, really new powerful remote, because the other remote's kind of limited on the original Daydream view. And this thing is 20 bucks more. So there's got to be something else there, right? We just don't know what that is yet. I'm still going to get sick, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you still will get sick. Um, other than that, in terms of new stuff uh, that we haven't talked a bunch about, we think we could get Android 8.1. And the reason I say that is when the Pixel 2 went through the FCC, it was running 8.1. So I'd imagine 8.1. And last year when the, uh, when the Pixel and Pixel XL were announced, they were running 7.1. And it did have some new features. A lot of it was just pixel experience stuff. So it's tough to say like what new will be in 8.1, but it'll be a maintenance release and it could be a big deal. I don't know. Um, and then we think we might get Google Assistant on Chromebooks, backing up to that for a second. Uh, Google Assistant could be there. There's some there's some mentions of it in Google Assistant right now that it works on Chromebooks, except it, it actually doesn't, even though it says all over the place that it does. Uh, I don't know that that justifies a $1,500 price either since all the other ones will get Google Assistant, but Google yeah. Assistant Chromebooks could be could be kind of cool if you just long press your little search button and ask it for stuff. Like, that's actually kind of cool. Um, and outside of that, I don't know that we're expecting too many other surprises. Oh, Google Lens. Remember Google Lens from Google I.O.? Google Lens, like the... It's basically like Bixby where you can like look at landscape things and monuments and it'll tell you them. Uh, it does some other things too. Like if you just look, go, if you pull up one of your old photos and Google lens it, it'll like tell you about it and stuff like that, whatever. 
that's finally coming i think i'd imagine that'll finally be here that might be like a pixel exclusive for a little bit maybe not it shouldn't be but yeah google lens i know you're really excited about that i'm I'm fine that actually looked really awesome it's just is that was one of those cool demos they did and then it's been months now we've all kind of forgotten about google lens Google Lens is really, in my mind, just sort of the the grouping of different services that Google already offers into under like one roof, which is fun. Like Google Translate, you know, the app already does stuff like Lens, or there was Google Goggles. I mean, really, it's this culmination of everything that Google's already done into a single app, which is great. So I'm just, you know, I'm not. Oh, Google <laughs> reinventing the wheel. But yeah, so yeah, you're right. Lens does kind of combine a whole bunch. So that's right. It does translations too. I forgot about that. But uh, anyways, yeah. So we'll probably see that. And that'll probably do it for the event. Um, and l- again, unless there's some surprises. Like I know there's been talk recently about uh, a more powerful Google Home with stereo speakers and stuff. There's like this rumor that there's one coming with a touchscreen like Amazon's Echo Show. Although I I highly doubt either will be at this event. Um, but there's, you know, there's talk of those two things happening. Other than that, there was this this BS rumor last week that kind of had its moment in the in the limelight about a a third phone called the Ultra Pixel. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we we did not report on that because God people thought it looked like BS from uh, day one. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, that's just Google it. I'm not gonna like call out any special attention to it, but there was a. Uh, that was a rumor that happened for a minute and people kind of tried to get excited about it. It's actually a really interesting story. If you just want to spend like 30 seconds on it, <laughs> you really want to talk about the ultra pixel. So cool. Right. I mean, because so many people, you know, emailed us like, Oh, why aren't you talking about the ultra pixel or blah, blah, blah. I can just sum it up in 10 seconds, but one, one person was like smart enough to create this render uh, posted on the web and get all of these websites, like these reputable websites and even MKBHD to retweet his nonsense, his made up renders. And then he came out a couple of days later saying, I made it all up. I got you. Wait, somebody actually admitted to making it all up. The same guy who originally posted it made another video, a follow up saying, I made these. You didn't see that? No. What? This is really great now. Or he's so amazing. Because he came out and was like, look at all these websites, how that fell from my render, blah, blah, blah. Because what he he's a graphic designer or like a hardware concept designer. And he wants these companies to hire uh, him. And he's just showing off his skill in 3D modeling. Okay, this is like breaking news. Wait, uh, wait so who was it that, not the guy that posted that video. Yes, he, that he guy. Said, really? Yeah. I'm on his channel right now, and I don't, he didn't make a video out of it. He just say it on Twitter. It could something? be that could have been his secondary channel. I don't know that he used just to do that leak. I don't. I forget the channel's name right off. If someone has it, feel free to link it in the chat or put his name in the chat. I know someone knows what I'm talking about. I could find it. It would just take me like two seconds. <laughs> I just uh, see him tweeting that the Ultra Pixel is a hoax, confirmed, but such a hoax, man. And I was just losing about it. Here it is, right here. So his name, so the channel's name is Breccia, B-R-E-C-C-I-A. Oh, that created the fake thing. Yeah, and the the video title is just Ultra Pixel. I did it, 
uh, dash a message to Google. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. So, and then he goes into detail. He shows shows you him making the render and the design and then sending out to all these people. And then, yeah, that's hilarious. MKBHD tweeted it, and it's just it's ridiculous. So, so this isn't the guy that posted that original video that said like I'm leaking this. That was Mister Who's the Boss as he did that. Okay. So this is like a guy that just is like, ha ha, look, I clowned everyone. That's hilarious. I did not know that. That's what made it so funny and an interesting story to share. But either yeah. way. So it's as all- is mentioned in the chat, Mr. Who's the Boss was the guy that initially posted up as the leak of this Ultra Pixel thing. And this guy named Breccia or Brescia, he's the one that posted a video that said, actually, no, it was totally fake. Like, here's how I did it. Yeah. Just so that we get that clear on who's posting what. That's hilarious. I did not know that. No, I, I totally missed the like video that said, uh, ha ha, I tricked everyone. It was I'm pretty have good. I'll have to watch it after, after we're done with the show. That's fantastic. Wow. All right, then. So anyway, that, that did happen. There was this fake thing called the Ultra Pixel that actually caught wind for like, I mean, I woke up that morning and like a bunch of people I just chat with regularly were like, what do you think about the Ultra Pixel? And I was like, what are you talking about? And, uh, I looked at it and went, well, it looks fake. And then like you and I talked about it and went, this is just looks like if we write this up, it's going to have to be like, this is garbage, but this is spreading around. And then we just ignored that. And I wrote up like a little Twitter thread for my personal account that was like, this is what we think. And that was it. Cause it didn't deserve our attention. It's a good thing. We didn't give it any more than that. Jesus. You know, I think we both just felt in our guts that something was off about him. We just stick to our guns on it. You know, I mean, and plus, if Google had some phone, what, you think any company can keep something secret these days? You know, like they've got some secret phone. Give me a break. It's really hard to do, yeah. On. Especially if it's going to launch at this event. We'd have to see FCC, all this other nonsense. Come on, people. Give give the Android blog some credit, you know, who actually do their homework. Come on. That's fantastic. It was so ready to watch this guy's video now. We just cut the show so I can watch this guy. That's 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 fascinating. But anyway, that does happen. Guys do that stuff often. Um, All right then. Okay, so anyways, that that is not coming at the event. The the Ultra Pixel, but that's pretty much what we expect from the event, though. Two new phones, Pixel Book, Google Home Mini, new Daydream View. I don't know if we'll see like a new Google Wi-Fi. We haven't seen that show up anywhere. There's no reports of that happening. It's not an FCC, any of that stuff. Assistant. So, uh, oh, assistant headphones. Well, those are official already. So we, we probably will see. Um, uh, and this just came out today. So 9to5Google reported that uh, Google created a made-for-Google program um, for accessories. So we we may actually hear about this. You're right. I did forget about that. Uh, where it'll be official accessory makers that'll make stuff like basically by with approval of Google. So, you know, everything will work perfectly with their products. Um, I would imagine these headphones, the new Google's headphones that came out last week uh, will fall under that program. And then, you know, we could see fast chargers, whatever else um, that will also there probably other headphones, things like that, maybe docks. So, um, so that will be good. Um, you mentioned it in your write up on it about how this will be a big deal for chargers. Cause 
Google's so Google I know is like following I believe the US every USB stand USB C standard that they can because they're trying to do it I think as cleanly as possible. But the Pixel phones are the biggest pains in the ass to charge because everyone else is using Qualcomm's quick charge. Um, they're using fast charging that stuff, and Google uses like their own rapid charging, or maybe it's part of the stand. I'm not sure, but all I know is charging a Pixel phone is a pain in the ass. If you're not using Google's charger, it never seems to charge the damn things fast. And I swear that Google's chargers, if you use those on other phones, they almost all want to blow up as they're charging. Like Google's chargers, I hate. So maybe this will clean some of that up, but probably not because everyone else is still using Qualcomm stuff instead of whatever Google's doing. Right. I have a hundred USB type chargers in my house and only two of them will charge the pixel rapidly. And that's yeah. the standard one from Google and my MacBook pro <laughs> really charges my laptop. And it's, it's ridiculous. And yeah, the phone gets a little hot, <laughs> but at least it charges quick. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Like I went out of my way to find like, um, some special chargers like through Amazon. Like what are some of the companies we write up? Like Aoki, I think is their name. Like I think they make a couple, but you have to, they, they're specifically have to be designed for Google's when everyone else is just works. And I know Google's trying to be the standard, but their shit is a pain in the ass. It is. So, yeah, like so, I have a, a pixel charger by my bed and I, I tried to use it to charge the essential phone. And it seriously, I thought it was going to blow the phone. It got so hot that I was like, okay, this is, all the ceramic and titanium where it starts to melt. It really did start getting hot. So that's hot. Scary. All right. Uh, I think that's it for that event. We just spent 45 minutes talking about the pixel event. Sorry. Uh, Wade County brings up an interesting point. Google not releasing new Android TV, Android products should be telling what they think about those platforms. Now, before Kellen gets into one thing he's going to talk about, I mean, they did just announce that Google Assistant finally arrived for the platform. So it's not like it's dead. So. Yeah, so that's actually a good point. Yeah, so Wade's asked, talking about why no Android Wear there, like no like Pixel Watch or something, right? Um, and then why no new like Pixel TV? Uh, I, I think it is a missed opportunity. Although Google's going to show off like five other devices. Um, if you t- if you tack on like a Pixel TV and a Pixel Watch, I don't know that that's overkill. Maybe those could be like a separate event. Maybe Google needs to start doing like two events a year if they're going to have all this stuff. Um, so yeah, we don't know anything about any possible new Google Watch coming. Um, and then we ha- don't know anything about any new Android TV devices. Um, I think what Tim was maybe going to just mention is a new Android Wear beta got announced today, which is kind of related, um, but we don't know of any hardware. And that new beta, which we'll have a write-up on the site soon, um, is only for the LG Watch Sport, which uh, has basically been like discontinued everywhere <laughs> as far as I can tell. I think you can still buy it on the Google Store, but like Verizon just canceled it. They don't even sell the thing anymore. So yeah, it is a bit weird. I think that we don't, we're not expecting a Wear presence or Android TV presence, but just, just not. so it's kind of sad because i think like well for one the nexus player still um it's still getting, works yeah it has android 8.0 i have it on this monitor right behind me actually um like it has 8.0 like the shield tv doesn't have android 8.0 this thing does um and it runs pretty well so uh i i would think it would be nice of google to release a like a pixel TV that has higher end specs that updates this thing. Like if they're going to keep pushing Android TV, it would make sense that they would have new hardware 
um, to show off. Yeah. But the Android Wear stuff, you know, Google released the Watch Sport and the Watch Style this past year, and they were essentially made in partnership with LG, um, even though they were LG branded and all that stuff. And they, I don't think they did well. And I don't know what Google's vision for Android Wear is anymore. I don't think they know. No. And I think a Pixel Watch would be cool, but I mean, look, like Apple just released their Apple Watch Series 3 and the LTE version lasts like two hours. <laughs> so. I'm not sure like the technology is quite ready for these super high powered watches. Although if the LG watch style just had NFC, like it would be one we would probably be recommending regularly. So Hmm. Uh, speaking of Android TV though, uh, NVIDIA shield big news this week, NVIDIA shield TV got Google assistant, which is uh, pretty awesome. Actually, Um, actually they announced Android TV now has Google assistant, but it's the only one that caught the assistant. Like the Nexus player behind me running Android 8.0 does not have the assistant yet. So one day, one day, one day it will. I don't know that they announced that NVIDIA has an exclusive on it. They just said it's coming first to shield and then maybe other places elsewhere. I think that Xiaomi box is that called the me box. What is that thing called? Me box. I think that'll probably get it pretty soon. Who else even makes Android TV? Oh, they said Sony TVs with Android TV will get it. Yep. That is that is never going to show up, by the way. I think I talked about this on one of the last shows where when that got its big marshmallow update, I think uh, I had a notification from Sony on my TV for like six months saying big update coming. It took six months and they finally showed up and it just got us up to, I think, marshmallow. And wow. now like new gets out. Now Oreo's out too. So Sony's a bit slow on things. Andrew saying, remember the Misfit Vapor? Yeah, I do. It's it's still coming, bro. <laughs> it's not it's not vaporware. It's a real product. It's just taking a while for Misfit to launch it. That's all. I'm, st- I'm still wondering. Didn't they just delay it again? Like they, they got caught like kind of changing the specs, right? And it no longer has standalone GPS. And then like the day after that, they delayed it again, I think. Yeah, I think the timeline is vice versa on that. Oh, was it? They announced a delay and then we all realized. Yeah, I was looking right now. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it's, no it, was, it was two weeks before that we've all found, realized that they had changed the wording and it was just connected GPS. And then, yeah, two weeks later, they announced a delay. Right. All right. So, pretty, well, pretty bad. I mean, the watch still looks cool. I just don't. It's probably not going to be as cool as we once originally thought. <laughs> probably not all right so uh oh addition in addition to nvidia shield um now having google assistant which by the way works really great i don't know if you've been using it at all so like i have like smart home crap all over my house so instead of like yelling at google home which never works <laughs> i now just like hit the little voice button on my remote and say like turn my bedroom lights on or whatever and it, that just does it all now through my android tv which is kind of awesome. And I know you can do it through the controller. It has always on, but I don't, I think I tried it and it, that sucked too. So I just grabbed the little mini remote and it <laughs> works great every time. Well, there you go. Love, love Android TV with assistant. Uh, but in addition to assistant, the smart things link, which is like the little smart things dongle that plugs in the back of your shield, which was shown off at CES all the way at the beginning of the year. That thing's now up for pre-order. And uh, you should probably just buy one. It's it's pre-order for 15 bucks. And when it's not on pre-order, it's going to be like 40 bucks, I think. So if you want to get into the smart house game, this is a good place to start. It essentially turns your shield into a smart things hub. So kind of a big deal. Pretty dope. 
All right. Uh, all right. So moving out of all that stuff for a second, LGV 30 launch date. We know it's finally coming uh, slowly though, right? Not, not like a big blast of everyone at once. We would want to let everyone get to the party at once. Would we LG? Well, what's the date? Well, there's a bunch of dates. <laughs> exactly. There's no, there's no launch date. So <laughs> AT&T announced that on October 5th, which is Thursday, you can, pre-order it no you can order it online which i don't know why the hell you would do that because on october 6th you can apparently walk into a store at AT at&t and buy it so that's friday so on the 5th you can order it online but friday you can just walk into a store and apparently buy it um it'll cost 810 full retail from at&t or about 27 bucks per month they're also doing a bogo deal um t-mobile on the other hand is opening pre-orders on the 5th so this thursday but they won't have it in stores until October 13th. So the following week, uh, their price is also 800 bucks. And Verizon says they will just have it on October 5th, which is Thursday, not a pre-order. They say we will just have it on that date. And then Sprint said, no, ours isn't going to be here until October 13th, but Sprint is getting the LGV 30 plus, which is the, version that has more storage like that's kind of the only difference they're also throwing in some fancier headphones or earbuds or something in the box but that's it so L- sprint has an exclusive on the lgv 30 plus in the u.s but that just means you get more storage and some fancy headphones ridiculous <laughs> it's such a mess so again to recap that at&t online october 5th in stores october 6th T-Mobile pre-order October 5th, not in stores until October 13th. Verizon launching October 5th. Sprint October 13th. LG, you suck at launching phones. <laughs> so bad. And, and again, here we are. This is still the preview unit. I, I can't review this. So if you were looking for our review before October 5th, there is no way in hell it's ever coming because <laughs> I, this is all I have is a preview unit. And... uh and then we have Google's event. So Google's event. I should like Google's event. LGV 30. Yeah. I mean, sorry, but Google's event's kind of a big deal. All right. LGV 30. Job. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, in essential news, <laughs> we don't have to spend much time on this one, but somebody oh Bay Street Research. Apologies to Bay Street Research. I have no idea who they are. Some sort of research firm that probably tracks smartphone usage on the internet or something like that is typically what these are. They put out a report that said their estimate was that 5,000 essential phones have been sold. Uh, uh, I was going to say the report said that they got these numbers from tracking phone shipments. Oh, okay. So it's probably way off and probably not reality. Or do you think 5,000 phones is reality? Uh, I think it's pretty darn close to reality. Uh, I think they were being a little generous. Possibly. I actually, I don't know where I stand on that. Do I think essential only sold 5,000 on one hand? I could totally see that. I don't know who, who would buy this other than tech nerds that have a little bit of extra cash and like to blow some of that extra cash. Cause it's not cheap. Um, all the reviews have said really, not really bad things, but some specifically really bad things, um, that would make me not want to buy it if I had cash to blow. So I don't know. 5,000 could be, uh, (laughs) that sounds really bad. And I don't know what their goal was. Like, did they want to sell 200,000 right away? I don't, I don't really know. I mean, the rollout of being able to buy the essential phone has been so terrible that 
like they blew any like early hype because there was a slow delay before it was actually sold. And then the shipping issues and the return issues. And then when the reviews got done, camera software issues, like it hasn't been a good start. So it's not a good look. They sort of shot themselves in the foot a couple of times, but I, I think it's fine. I mean, they have a lot of money backing them right now, thanks to a lot of investments from big names. So it's not like they're just going to fold. I think we'll see an essential too. It's no big deal. Yeah, I think uh, I think the essential phone is a decent start for a first timer. They did a lot of things right. Obviously, the camera and software just aren't great. Uh, they can fix the software. We don't know about the camera, but these are things they can fix for round two. And uh, I think because it's Andy Rubin and the amount of money behind the company, I think people will certainly um, give them a second chance. I mean, I know we will. I like the essential phone; just has some issues, but. I think people will give them a second chance and they'll hopefully like nail all of that stuff the second time around for the Android uh, world's sake. I hope so. Cause things can get boring without new players around and these guys are doing some cool stuff. So totally agree. Uh, let's see. Somebody asked in the chat if we have a Moto X four yet. No. And I, I actually don't know why I thought we would have one by now. <laughs> it's kind of been a weird week and a half. Uh, so yeah, no, we don't. We don't have it yet. I, I thought I would, but mm. once we do, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, see, I mentioned this uh, earlier, but Nexus Pixel October security patch uh, dropped today. Although none of my pixels have gotten this bad boy yet. And I've been checking. So uh, the factory images and the OTA images are available to be downloaded on Pixel, Pixel XL, uh, Pixel C, Nexus 6P, Nexus 5X. So you can get the images and all that stuff. But I mean, like we talked about, was it last week or the week before where um, a Googler said, actually, do you guys know that the hammer update buttons actually works now? And when you actually hit that, it'll pull it, assuming the files are live on their servers, right? So I just assuming that the the files aren't live. I mean, you can download factory images in OTA, but... I figured it's they're they're there for download. That means they should be there for like OTA. You you gotta think so. Well, and and when that Googler called out specifically that idea that you could now just hammer on the uh, check for update button, his whole point was that you no longer have to download factory image. Like he said that specifically, like for those of you who don't want to, you know, deal with images and stuff, we've now made it so you could just hit the check for update button and it'll give you the update. So like you said, if you're going to post those then, you should probably make the OTA over the air file live rating. Uh, let's see. Uh, in Google home news, reminders are actually live. What? And I've been using the hell out of them too. And using them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you would just say the command set a reminder for whatever. And they show up in your, uh, in your Google assistance under reminders or in Google now under remind the Google app under reminder. So it is actually like a cross it's not a platform, but it is like a throughout your Google account thing. You can actually set reminders. So have been doing them. It's been great. Mm-hmm. Been really great. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, do you want to talk about all the Amazon stuff now? It's like a whole yeah. other show. It's a lot of stuff they announced. Yeah. All right. So, uh, that's enough for Google. Actually, one more thing. The Levi's commuter jacket. <laughs> you guys remember the Levi's trucker commuter jacket? This is not an ad. I know it totally sounded like I was breaking in for an ad there. It's the, uh, what was that called? Project Jacquard. 
Jacquard, yes. Yeah. So Project Jacquard uh, was Google's uh, clothing project for, to make smart, intuitive, touch-friendly clothing, whatever. Anyways, we've, talk, we've been talking about this thing for, I feel like, a couple of years now, back like two IOs ago. Uh, that jacket with them in Levi's is actually available for purchase now. Jacquard. And, uh, does it cost like three fifty? Yeah, three hundred fifty bucks. Well, with a name like Jacquard, so, yeah. I mean, it's got to be pricey, right? Yeah, and it and it certainly is pricey. I'm just thinking if it's live on their site now. It was going to be like a short period where you could only get it at like certain places, and then it was going to go live, but that may not that, that may not have happened yet. So anyway, Jacquard. $350 jacket that'll vibrate on you a little bit. You swipe it to change tracks, whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> Sounds fancy. <laughs> I kind of want one, even though I, I just kind of want it. I just kind of want one. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a nice looking trucker jacket, uh, jean jacket, trucker jacket. I, I don't wear them, so it's not it's not for me style wise, but uh, it does look kind of cool. But 350 bucks, come on. I'm not buying that shit. Rock denim jackets, even with a name like Jacquard. All right, so Amazon. Amazon announced a whole bunch of stuff last week. We'll try to do this as quickly as possible, but this is like Amazon's cool stuff. Uh, so they held an event, and they didn't... Amazon's so weird. Amazon announces stuff, and you never know it's coming. Like, leaks don't necessarily happen that often out of Amazon. Uh, when they announce stuff, a lot of times it happens at an event and they don't allow press to tell anyone that there's an event going on. So like Google, right? Google announces this October 4th event. Everyone gets hyped. Apple does the same thing. They announce an event. Everyone gets hyped and talk about it and blah, blah, blah. Amazon doesn't do any of that hardly ever. So last week, I think I only saw, I want to say it was like Engadget, like on the morning of like Wednesday or whenever, whenever all this stuff was announced on the 27th, like I think Engadget, like I saw them write a post that said there's a secret Amazon event happening today. And I don't know if that's because they didn't get invited. I'm not sure why they were talking about it because nobody else did. And uh, sure enough, <laughs> Amazon hosts this event and uh, they announced how many new Echo devices for one. So, oh. they announced, yeah, so they announced the Amazon Fire TV 4K, which is their new little dongle. It essentially replaces the Fire TV stick, not the Fire TV, as far as I could tell, even though it's called Fire TV 4K. But it's like a Chromecast Ultra, does 4K HDR, and it is like 70 bucks, 80 bucks. Let's get it out of the way because it's like the least interesting. It's 70 bucks, and it has an, an, an Amazon. I don't want to say the word. Here, let me just mute you. There we go. Alexa remote. So as on Alexa remote and all that stuff, it, it's probably awesome. If you, you know, use fire TV, uh, it comes out in October, but then outside of that, yeah, they announced how many echo devices did you just say? Oh, uh, well I said four, but it's actually five. Jesus. So they announced the echo, the echo plus the echo spot, the echo connect and echo buttons. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. Plus, they have the Echo Show. Like They still have that thing. And they still have that Echo Dot thing, although I feel like they're kind of phasing that out. And what's, uh, that, what's that Echo one that like looks at your fashion wardrobe or whatever? What's I that one? I forgot about that thing. I don't even know. Because you still can't buy it. It's still like a sign-up to be notified. I want to call it like, the Echo Style, but that's not, that's not what it's called. Uh, Echo, is- Echo Look? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe Echo Look. I don't know. I've, I've never been interested. So, I signed up for it for 
the wife. <laughs> and uh, it is yeah. called the Echo Look, yeah. But you still can't buy it, so they must have just kind of failed. Yeah, no, it's still an invite-only thing. Um, so, so the Echo is not the Echo that we know. It's like a smaller, like half-sized Echo, right? And it uh, it costs ninety nine bucks, and uh, it has speakers and all that stuff. It's probably totally fine. It comes in a bunch of different versions, uh, but like, you know what I mean. Like the original Amazon Echo was like the long tube. Um, that is now called the Echo Plus. <laughs> so the Amazon Echo is like a half version of the of the original Echo, which is now called the Echo Plus. And the Echo Plus now comes in some other colors, like silver, but it still looks like that original Echo, except it now has like a smart home hub built inside it, which I haven't read. I can't figure out whose hub it is. Like Amazon just built their own hub and it is able to control like smart things and all that stuff. Or did any, or did they say like, it's basically a smart things hub built inside. Do we know, or is it just their own like proprietary thing? All we know is that it can connect to multiple wireless protocols. So it's not necessarily just for like one system. Apparently it can work with multiple. I guess Google home works in that way. So it must be just similar to that. Right. So, so instead of um, you used to have to like, you could control a lot of home stuff with your echo, but I think in many ways you needed like a hub to get in on that too. Now that's just like built in just like Google home is. So that's called the echo plus. And it's also cheaper now it's one forty nine. Like that original echo, the two big long tube one used to be 179 forever. So the echo plus is the same size, new colors with a smart home hub. And it's now one forty nine, which is a pretty damn good deal. Um, and then the smaller, which is now just Amazon echo is 99 bucks with no hub, which is a pretty damn good deal too. Such a good deal. Now, they also announced the Echo Spot, which is kind of a cool little guy. It's like a little round ball thing that's like, it's like the mini version of an Echo Show, except it's not designed like an old 1980s gambling machine from a bar top. Um, so they keep showing it in pictures like next to your bed, like on the nightstand to be an alarm clock or something, show you the weather. But it also has a camera so that, you know, people can hack your house and stare at you in bed all the time. It's kind of creepy, but... It does look kind of cool. Just a little ball guy. Like it's what you should buy over the Echo Show. Like the Echo Show, unless you need a speaker, Echo Show is kind of terrible. It's not worth the price. And this thing is 139 bucks. These little spots. All right. They also, in what did you going to say? Sorry. I mean, it has a built-in speaker. So I don't. I think I mean, it's like a kind of a crappy like Echo Dot speaker though. Yeah, obviously compared to like the show or anything like that. But I think this one looks pretty cool. Um, it looks cool too. I like the spot. So yeah, it, it totally looks great. Um, <clears throat> it uh, has, and it's a touch screen too. Um, and it does everything the show does. It just doesn't have a good speaker, I think, but it's smaller, less expensive. You can tuck it away. It's not designed terribly. It just looks like a cool little half uh, Nexus. What was that thing called? The doorstop. The Q. Yeah. It looks like a. It looks like they took old cues and hacked off the top and then tilted it sideways. How could you forget the cue? And I always forget that name actually. Um, so yeah, the little spots look kind of cool, but they aren't coming till December, so you can pre-order them now though. Uh, they also announced an Echo Connect, which connects from your phone, your home's phone line, into an Echo to turn it into a home uh, phone. A home phone for the most, yeah, a home phone that's obviously only over speaker then. Um, so then you can place indoor or outbound inbound calls, that whole thing. 
um voip there's a voip adapter or is that what it is no there must be an adapter either way you hook it up to an echo and it allows you to make calls with your voice and all that stuff however with echo now even all the ones you may already own you can place outbound calls with those right now anyway you know so this connect thing kind of just lets it be your home phone number connected to it for inbound calls i am getting that right right it sounds like it yeah Echo Connect is the one I'm least interested in. Yeah, it's pretty damn boring because I haven't had a home phone in about a decade. I think my I think my mom texted me and was like, "Oh, Echo Connect looks cool." I was like, "Yeah, I'm not interested in this automatically. <laughs> I can't help yeah, you." No. Sorry. I, I mean, and both of my parents, I don't, I don't think even have home phones at this point. I think I finally, I think it's been a few years even for them, which is kind of shocking. But it costs thirty five bucks if you if you're interested. It, and then the last thing I do not get, okay, I kind of get it. They're called Echo Buttons. And uh, they pair with your Echo units when you decide to say, like, Alexa, let's play a game. And they're buttons where you can, like, press them. How do these work? Explain these to me. Hey, you're playing a trivia game. Echo will read out a question. And then whoever, like, buzzes quicker on their Echo button will win the round. You know, so it's going to be a lot of trivia games, like music trivia. There's basketball trivia, football, baseball trivia, etc. And they're going to be rolling out a lot more of these types of games. But then also, this sort of falls under this new Amazon Gadgets category that they're launching. So there's still a lot to learn about Echo Buttons. They're not even up for pre-order yet. Um, no, they're not, you're right. Yeah. Sort of like a, hey, here's this thing that we're working on. So Watch, they'll end up being the coolest thing. Like somebody you know will have them, and you'll go to their house, and they'll be like, want to play a game with some Echo Buttons? And you'll go, sure. And then it'll be like the night of your life possible i mean but a two-pack is 20 bucks i mean i'm just like i guess people have money to spend on stuff like this like i could just play a board game you know 20 bucks get the whole family involved i don't know just right a pair for 20 bucks because you you probably need three or four at least right unless you just have parties too yeah i don't know i mean i don't see myself like playing this like like with my significant other you know like i don't know it's possible maybe i i'm down to give anything a try (laughs) all right so i i think that's mostly it right i think Uh, so yeah for the echo stuff so yeah amazon again they don't really announce these events they just all of a sudden go here's a whole bunch of new stuff and you go, Oh, Oh, okay. And they give us these like really, really long press releases. So Amazon doesn't invite us to any of their events. They, they never have. I think we just quit asking Amazon to add us to their event list, but uh, yeah, they announce all that stuff. So if you're in the Amazon echo ecosystem or uh, fire TV, you do have a whole bunch of stuff to look at and look, their stuff's pretty good. Like I have um, echo dots and echo shows mixed in my house with Google homes. Um, the echo units often pick up my voice a lot better than Google home. So I do use them sometimes more than Google home stuff. And I have an echo show right here and uh, it's pretty much worthless. There you go. Well, so I think my, my problem with the echo show is it could be cool. Like if this thing had like a screen that I could like swipe open for my home controls. Right. And then like press a button to like unlock my door turn my lights on, adjust the temperature, like without actually using voice since this thing has a touchscreen, that would be pretty handy. But it doesn't I, do any of that. 
And since it's Amazon thing, I can't like video call and hangouts with it, right? I could do it on Amazon stuff, but no, nobody else I know is going to waste money on an Echo Show. So it's kind of worthless, but it looks, and it also looks terrible too. Mm. So well, anyway. There you go. Sounds like love. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a, a ringing endorsement. Uh, so anyway, that's all the Amazon stuff. Um, in additional news, do you want to talk a little bit about the Huawei Mate 10 Pro? We just got some pictures of it today, I think, didn't we? Yeah, it's all we got so far. Just a picture. Um, apparently, it's a really polarizing device because either you love it or hate it. And I guess I could try and describe this uh, for the people listening. Um, it's a phone. <laughs> and on the front, you have a really big display with an v- extremely thin uh, kind of top bezel and then an extremely thin bottom chin with the Huawei logo. And then on the back, it looks a lot like a Huawei Mate 9, except that the camera module has actually been separated into two separate sensors, circular sensors, um, that have this band, like this bar of differing color going on across the device. And then below that, you have your standard rear-facing fin- fingerprint reader. And then below that, you've got Huawei branding on the bottom. Personally, I think it looks kind of cool. But apparently, not everyone is in agreement with me, which is totally fine. That's never the case. Uh, But a lot of people are saying, dang, that's really ugly or blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know if you don't like it. You don't like it. That's fine. But other people seem to like it. It's just not all that polarizing to me. I was going to suggest that it doesn't matter because the phone will never be sold here, but maybe this will be the phone that comes to AT&T. We keep hearing that Huawei is going to work with AT&T and sell a phone in the U.S. But Yeah, it's possible. I mean, and that's the thing, right? We're, there's expected to be three variants of the Huawei Mate 10, the, the light, the standard Mate 10, and then this Pro model. And, and I'm, I'm assuming if any of them come to the U.S., it's just going to be the standard uh, mm. Because, I mean, a Huawei's market, this phone, will, the Pro, will probably be marketed really heavy in Asia and Europe. Uh, Huawei just doesn't have a huge following here in the U.S. And no thanks to their own doing. But, yeah. What's fascinating about Huawei is they, uh, didn't they just pass Apple as the number two, according to at least one research firm, like they passed Apple as the number two smartphone manufacturer. Wasn't that them that just did that? Or number three? Yes, number two. So they don't sell anything here. So it's, 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 it's pretty amazing to think that they sell that many phones everywhere else across the globe and they have zero presence in the U S and I don't know how quickly that could change. Um, but, uh, it would be cool if they started actually trying to sell their stuff here. Um, but look like HTC still can't sell anything. LG struggles to sell stuff here. Like we're pretty locked in here in the U S to Samsung and Apple stuff, unfortunately. So, and then Google's making their push, but, yeah, Huawei, like this phone's probably going to be pretty good. Cameras will probably be solid, performance, battery life, all that. Because these Mate Pro things or these Mate devices, don't they typically have huge batteries and stuff like that too? But this phone is going to be so specced out, especially this oh, yeah. model. The camera is probably going to be insane. It's light branded. I mean, this phone's probably going to be a total beast. Probably, and yeah. software is only getting much better. Mm-hmm. So this phone's going to be awesome. And hopefully they send me one. <laughs> to play with for a while yeah. since they won't actually sell it here all right uh in final news of the day twitter potentially jumping to 280 characters i shouldn't say potentially they are kind of already starting to test it 
as you guys all know, Twitter only allows 140 characters in a tweet. Now they're starting to let some people do 280. The quickest hot take you have on that, go. I, I think it's BS. I don't even have it yet. Like I don't either. My, my Twitter. I'm even verified, and I've still only got 140. This is bull. Come on, yeah, you would have thought they would have given it to everyone verified, but like the Droid Live account doesn't have it either. I know. Well, they hate us, so that's yeah, fine. That's true. I think it's dumb. Um, my hot take is that I hate it, and that if if you can't say what you have to say in 140 characters, I really don't want to hear it. You know, like Twitter is just for like quick things. Like I'm not here to read novels. I don't no. care about your feelings, your opinion. Just give me the news or whatever. I, I hate it personal opinion you can hate me i tend to kind of be with you just because i think there was like some beauty in twitter only allowing 140 because you had to be more careful and precise about what you said it took some work to say something short and meaningful often on twitter that kind of goes away people are just gonna start rambling and saying stupid crap and like you said i don't have it either so it pisses me off when somebody i'm talking to does and then to respond to them it takes me like two tweets because there's so much they just said so much crap in their 280 character tweet that I can't respond in 140 character tweet so that's kind of annoying and if you're gonna do it just do it for everybody yeah yeah don't don't do this slow rollout thing where now these Twitter elitists I used to think verified people were bad now I'm verified and I still don't have 280 now these people think that they're super cool. Oh, it really pisses me off, man. I'm never on the winning team. Yeah. But uh, well, I don't have either. Twitter won't verify me. <laughs> they won't give me 280. Super. I'm it's cool. hard out here for me. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. We're trying. We're trying to get you verified. It's hard, obviously. <laughs> Apparently, it's really hard. You can't, you can't owning like a website that's been verified, the, the longest running verified Android site in history, basically. And uh, that doesn't help. Like you. You know, you you're verified. I still can't get it. They just hate me. It's fine. I don't need it. I, don't need yeah. it. I sent in like a single request to be verified. And they verified. It took like a week, and super. And it, it blows my mind that they're not verifying you. They just they refuse. Yeah. Every yeah, uh, like I, I I submit it every month too because you can only do it once every thirty days, and they just go. No, oh, you just, sometimes it's pretty quick too. Like within the first day, they're like, "Sorry, sorry, buddy, not time yet." <laughs> not time. But like. It's going to make it that much sweeter once they actually verify you. Although you will find out like being verified sucks. Like it, it's really nothing. Like all you get more. Unless you want to be like in them first spot slots for Trump when you're talking trash. Exactly what I was just going to say. That's the only benefit at this point, really. Right. Is like when somebody says something, you want to show up first under them. You got to be verified. Otherwise you just get pushed down to the bottom. Absolutely right. So well, someday, someday, maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would talk more about Twitter, but no one cares. No one cares. I think. Oh, someone was saying that uh, they were talking about Twitter is so important, you know, to our society, and that oh, what would happen, you know, if Twitter disappeared? It was like uh, another service would take its place. Like, I I don't see Twitter as like this. I'd be forced to use Facebook, which just brings terror to. Well, sure, but like another service could just come out that does, you know, because they keep saying like, oh, Twitter, you know, it's public now, but, you know, they're not making any money. Like, I don't care. Like, I never see saw Twitter as a service that should be making money. It's really just like a strict government to buy to to buy Twitter. Sure. Well, I just want that want it to be a strict information sharing platform. Like, I don't think it should be monetized. I never thought it should be like i get they want to make money and i'm well, all you need to make money to exist yeah 
how they do um, because they've got shareholders and that really messed it up, I think. So you just got, I mean, at some point they were going to have to make money to exist. They have to pay talent and things like that. Pay talent. What talent? They, they finally brought on one guy who was able to bring a dark mode. Uh, that's all they needed to do. They keep, <laughs> that's all we needed was dark mode. Now we're good. Yeah. I don't know. I could go on about Twitter, but eh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. Can't stay off the damn thing. I know. Addicted. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, but, um, Android I distribution numbers updated and Android makes Android Oreo makes its debut. Oh, what percentage? Like 0. 0.2? 0. 0.2. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> ding, ding, yeah. our, our buddy Noogie is up to uh 17.8% and Oreo. Yep. Debuts at 0.2%. Nice. Well, I can't wait to write that up and I love hype beasting that stuff. Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. You won't believe what Oreo starts out at. (laughs) Mind-blowing numbers. Yeah. Uh, um, You asked if I had anything else. Uh, Nope, just I hope everyone has a really good week. I keep forgetting today's Monday, but just stay safe, everyone. Like, thoughts and prayers to everyone out there. Like, everyone is in my heart right now. I'm a very (laughs) emotional guy. What a terrible day. Oh, today sucks. I mean, Tom Petty, Las Vegas. I mean, it's all we've been thinking about today. So it's been a rough start to the week. Yeah, terrible start to the week. Yikes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to go into anything else. I know people don't like it when we talk politics. I come here for the tech, Kellen. I come here for the tech. Exactly. Stick to tech. We will. We will stay in our lane and let those talk about that stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Everyone, yes, please stay safe out there. There's some shitheads in this world, that's for sure. Family friendly, come on. <laughs> can't always be family friendly when there's terrible humans on this planet. <laughs> yes, all right. All right, Google event is Wednesday. We'll have a, uh, I don't know if we'll have a little live vlog or not. I'll be there. It'll be live stream. There'll be so much stuff. Uh, it'll be an escape from the terrible world that we live in for a short time, I'm sure. My goodness. All right. <laughs> That's good. Thanks for joining us on this Monday. Peace.